Let's do all the things you want to the do. The live stream huh? of tonight's podcast <laughs> is made possible by our buddy Ian Service over at podcastaccelerator.com. Now, the DGens are all pretty dumb, but Jivin might be as dumb as they come. He's been out spreading nudes, and now he is screwed when Katie kicks him square in the plums. That fresh produce stand there, that's a beauty. What do you listen to? My favorite murder podcast. Taggart and Torrance podcast. The produce stand. Ah, uh, fucking sexy. It's Wine Wednesday, and that means we are once again hanging out at the Proto Stand, a podcast covering everything in the universe. Tane is the only one drinking wine here. <laughs> now, I know what you're thinking. There are many other Letterkenny podcasts out there, but this one will not share any nudes with anyone. I'm Al, your host, and joining me in the room, as always, is the lovely Tanya, and online we have Squirrely Matt, the very dressed Victor, and joining us this week, he's an engineer in Scotland. Don't get too excited, Victor. It's not that kind of engineer. At least I don't think so. <laughs> he likes Bleach, Tekken, and Metal Gear. He's a streamer on Twitch, a Discord DGen, and a good guy. He's a really good guy. Please join me making some noise for Alistair. Wondrous. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I regret nothing. Welcome to the Protestant Alistair. Thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> so uh, this is your first time solo. I mean, you've, you've joined us on, on a couple of uh, ag halls as far as I can remember, or mm -hmm. I don't know if they were ag halls or if they were after shows, but we appreciate you joining. But we have to ask you, obviously, the standard questions. First of all, where are you speaking to us from? I'm speaking to you from Paisley, Scotland. Scotland. So yes. what time is it there right now? Uh, it's 2.35 in the morning. Wow. Jesus that's as a Christ. Dedication. Yep. And uh, you have tomorrow off, I hope. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Big time. <laughs> so, and uh, we apologies to us. We owe you an apology because we tried to make this an earlier episode knowing the time zone difference. Unfortunately, uh, making it earlier would have meant Matt couldn't have joined us. So I mm. gave you the option. You could have, uh, you know, three quarters of us. Uh, uh, but earlier, or you can have all of us, but you'd have to stay up until two thirty in the morning. So you uh, made it was your call, your decision. Yeah, it was it was my pleasure. I like how he leads us with apology, but then really, what well, is your call? Like, it's your he puts call. it all back on you. <laughs> I just want it's a talent people to know how important it was that he had all 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 four of us here because he could have you know gone to bed earlier had uh, he said, "Oh fuck, Matt." Uh, like Chad would have. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> so um, where did you uh, discover, I mean, you're in Scotland. How did you discover Letter Kenny? Um, same way as a lot of people actually through like a, a random Facebook video. It was one of the uh, acrobat aerobic, what, what is it you call it? The aerobic, fucking, what do you call it? The alphabet, oh, alphabet aerobics, right, right. Aerobics. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> alphabet aerobics, yeah, is how I discovered it. Um, I actually took a long time after discovering to find somewhere to be able to watch it. Um, to be honest, that was a that was a war in and of itself. But yeah, no, that's how, that's how I discovered it through those series of clips. And I mean, so then you found it. Like, is there a place you can watch it in Scotland, or did you have to, you know, go to the dark no. web? No, I had to. Yeah, yeah, I had to. I had to <laughs> go to some bootleg, <laughs> some bootleg website and watch it in like mirrored three sixty p. Um, I watched like I watched like seven seasons like that. It was oh, fucking, wow. uh, it was terrible. <laughs> um, but no, that that's that's how I got my letter, Kenyan. 
That's dedication then uh, for you to. Do to... you have a better way to watch it now? Is it <laughs> yeah, is it yeah, more yeah. readily uh, available? I've, yeah, I have a few avenues. Um, a few avenues now. To now, watch it, which is fantastic. Now you say your partner is in the other room and she's watching on on uh, on the live stream. Does she watch Letter Kenny? Uh, no, no. We uh, we tried watching together, um, but she 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 sort of fell out with it. I think around season two, it wasn't really wasn't really her thing. <laughs> she didn't get very far at all. But you know, um, to give credit to her, she actually bought me the the first eight seasons on DVD. And bought me like a region unlocked DVD player so that we could watch it at home and stuff like that. So nice. she was very supportive of my my Letter Kenny fandom. Okay, well, well that's good. Well, uh, sounds like a keeper, bud. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Just uh, you know, start a podcast yeah. and uh, right. she'll she'll that's get right in. That's what I did. Yeah. Tanya, uh, if you if you recall, Tanya wasn't too sure about this. Actually, so. our daughter oh, just go. our daughter just asked me again, "Why is it that you're doing this podcast?" I said, "Because Dad created this thing called a pandemic and then forced oh, me." <laughs> yes, that's what happened. It's a big conspiracy. <laughs> that's the cons- That's the new one. So, uh, when did you when did you discover our podcast? Um, about when you start, you guys started at like the start of 2020. Is mm-hmm. that right? Something yeah. like that. Yeah. Um, I discovered you on Twitter months before I started listening to you, weirdly enough. Um, I think it was t- towards the end of 2020 I started listening, around when I started my new job. Okay. Um, yeah, is when I, when, I, when I started listening to the podcast. Well, we appreciate you listening and you're, and you're a patron and, and you're, you, you live in Scotland and you're still, you're up at 2.30 in the morning to be on the podcast yeah. with us. So yeah. uh, we, we appreciate your fandom. Thank you very much uh, for joining us. So uh, let's get started. How are you now? Tonight's lineup is going to be Victor, Tanya, Matt, Al, and our guest, Alistair. We'll have the last word. Victor, how have you been? Yes, sir. Um, yeah, I've been, been pretty good. Um, things have been just breaking down and around the house uh, are you know dishwasher broke oh no so that's getting well it's the least important appliance in the house so we we, like if linda and i live just on our own like Mm -hmm. we would probably not not even use it we just wash dish by hand but as soon as william comes over on weekends it it fills up right away and then he you know um he uses it and then our my mother-in-law starts using it and 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 all that and then we kind of start using anyway it broke down so we're waiting for a part to arrive and it's still going to be cheaper to fix it than to buy a new one so so that's happening and then today my garage door broke and oh uh, Oh, no and beyond beyond how i could repair it so i have a guy that's servicing it now so that's probably going to cost some cash um yeah so you know um i guess in a grand scheme of things who cares whatever it's just stuff it will get fixed um and uh you know life could be worse well that's a it's a good attitude i guess uh tanya how's your week oh but wait oh, wait yeah time out so one thing that i uh um so as you know pumpkin passed last week and mm-hmm. that was very sad and we're still kind of dealing with it and stuff like that but pumpkin and i actually wrote a song together uh in in her last days and um so uh, I'm very excited about it. And I'm sharing it with Natalie. And so hopefully she can turn that into something uh, interesting. But uh, oh. so that's something I'm excited so wait, about. Maybe I'll play it for you, you guys. Yeah. Or post it like uh, I can post it to Twitter if you want or uh, you can. Well, I haven't recorded it yet, but I, you mm-hmm. know, I could, I could play it uh, at some point or I'll record it and share it with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, It's really, really cool. All right. I'm looking forward to hearing it. Guys, on, on, oh, I guess they won't hear me on the live stream. I had to reboot the live stream because they're having issues. And uh, 
Let's see if I can't get this working here. Um, hold on one second. Uh, Are you going to edit this? No, I'm just going to let it go. Yeah. Um, <laughs> who's next? So, Tanya, how's your week? <laughs> um, uh, I, I feel you, Victor, on the things breaking down. Uh, my vehicle is making some very, very strange noises, and uh, I'm afraid that that's going to cost me quite a bit of money once it gets looked at and um, I'm not looking forward to it, but uh, better to, to have it looked at and know and get it done than it leave me stranded. So that's what I'm, I'm working at. Um, other than that, the, the week's kind of been uneventful. Uh, works work. Um, we getting the, uh, our oldest son ready for his first um, exams. Um, we, and then driving test too. And driving test. Oh yeah, <laughs> his birthday's coming up. We're gonna officially have a, a six, a sweet sixteen-year-old. Um, and uh, Jesus, do it. I know, I know. When did <laughs> that happen? Nuts. Right. Um. Yeah. So that's a little mind-boggling. Uh, just getting things ready for for birthday celebrations, but at the same time, um, trying to get exams uh figured out and uh and then we're gonna have a, a teenage party here um once exams are done which i think is gonna hype it up even more that it's exams plus a birthday so mm-hmm. um gonna definitely put everything i can and nail it down or put it away <laughs> but, yeah. uh or uh, alistair in uh, scotland what how old do you have to be to start before you can drive you can drive uh, 17. 17? Oh, is it 17? Is that when you right? get your license? Yeah. 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 But you can drink at 15, right? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. I'm kidding. <laughs> I mean, we did, but you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We did, but yeah, that's not when we're allowed to. Um, <laughs> by the way, if I accidentally call Alistair Ban, it's just because that's what he, what he's known as in the, mm. the Discord. So par- I'm going to pardon in advance that uh, I may say that every once in a while. Uh, is that is that all you got there? Yeah, pretty yeah. much. Matt? Yeah, it's been a week. Um, celebrated my birthday on the weekend. As I know, That's uh, right. We, Happy we, Bladed. We mm-hmm. Thank you. Yeah, it was fun. We uh, we went out to an amazing dinner in Toronto at some place called Marked. It's like, uh, it wasn't Brazilian. It was it was Latin inspired. So it was oh, like, okay. it was a bunch of stuff from, from Latin countries, but I had this like picanha steak, uh, which is mm. absolutely delicious. These octopus tostadas that I would like, oh. give me 12 more of these Thank things. God. I, I thought you were just... going to say o- octopus testicles. I believe like, no, <laughs> man, it was, it, it was, it was, yeah, that would have been something prairie dog in it. Right. Uh, but it was, it was fantastic. So that was a fun night. Um, we continue to struggle with the little man. He is in Oof. week three of, just doesn't want to do anything um, away from us. So naps are a nightmare. Daycare is a nightmare. And we had, uh, as Jen keeps describing, the most embarrassing moment of our parent so far. Uh, we took him to swimming lessons on Sunday. Uh, so this season of swimming lessons, he's on his own with an instructor. But that didn't that didn't sit well with him. Um, so the four kids get out there, and he just had a full on fucking meltdown in the middle of the swimming oh, pool no. do- deck. And we tried to coax him into the pool for about twenty minutes, and I'm like, "Fuck it, we're going home." And we turned around and left. So like, this is not working. We're gonna try it one more time this Sunday, and. I'm not expecting much of a better result because his mood has not changed at all, but we'll see how it goes. Um, um, so there's that. 
And then this week, I mean, I had some downtime between all the chaos and I was watching some some stuff on 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 TV. So I, I watched the first episode of that new uh, The Last of Us. Yeah, I've, I've heard so much about this. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I know it's from a video game series. I've never played the games, but I hear they're pretty good. And, and I saw the trailer and it looked kind of like a Walking Dead-ish. Like, oh, it feels like a zombie story. Um, so I'm like, I'm in. I like that kind of stuff. And I got to say, the first episode was pretty fantastic. So mm-hmm. I'm uh, quite looking forward to following that one. And then this morning, I, I, I it was weird. I was, I'm on this other trend where I'm tracking down, weirdly enough, Dave ba- Dave Bautista movies. Um, I don't know what it is about him that I'm drawn to. but I, So he plays Drax in the Guardians of the Galaxy yep. stuff. Yep. Um, if you don't know who he is, and he's a professional wrestler as well. So... I don't know something about him. I, I, I there's a real likability about him. So I tracked down a few things and this morning I watched a movie called Bushwick, um, which was a very simplistic story. Um, I, it, it's all to me, it felt like red Dawn meets children of men kind of thing. Um, it's like, uh, an, an incursion into Brooklyn. So, mm-hmm. uh, an American, uh, group of mercenaries, basically a little mercenary army is taking over Brooklyn. And him and this girl are fighting to survive. It's really that simple. I mean, the acting, like the story is very simple, not much to it. Um, the acting is okay. But what I was most impressed about this movie was, and the reason I mentioned Children of Men, it was they are fantastic in this movie. So have, big shout out to the camera people and the, and the crew that put this movie together because they do these, and they're endless, like one after another, these endless long shots, these big follow shots through action. And if you've ever seen those happen in real, like it's unbelievable, the highly coordinated effort that comes into putting them together. I was just fascinated through the whole thing. And they do these like one after another throughout the whole movie. Um, so from a production standpoint, the movie was absolutely fantastic. Uh, story, not it was light. I mean, I enjoyed it, but it wasn't anything to to write mm-hmm. home about. And How uh, gave on me some di- earth do that? you have time in the morning to watch a movie? Dude, so remember, m- I don't remember have the, time at night. <laughs> so remember the story before I told you my little guy's a shithead right now. Oh yeah, um, yeah. So he so he had me up at four thirty in the morning. Oh, so you're if you know right. anything about me? The moment I'm like awake, if you get me out of bed, That's I'm it. up. Anytime beyond four a.m., I'm up. So Ugh. he woke up. He was standing at his door screaming at four thirty. Oh, uh, I managed to settle him back down. So I went downstairs and watched a movie. Oh my god! And that's and that's what I found. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's my week. Oh, All right, my week. Uh, I've had an eventful week. <laughs> uh, so um, this past week we had our uh, annual company kind of you know look forward to the year that to come and let's you know talk about our priorities and this this and that there's like a couple or about 1200 people watching this live online event a few were were in were in the in the building and everything uh and uh, they announced the winners of uh the the last year's ceo platinum awards and i was one of them so uh yeah i actually (laughs) <laughs> that was a shock when when I saw my name come up. So I don't know what uh, that award comes with, but I'm hoping you know a little bit of moolah. So we'll see. What, oh, it's uh, a pretty, it's a pretty penny. I'm pretty yeah, sure. I'm, yeah. I'm, if it's the you same as it used to be, something platinum. Yeah, something. Yeah, something, something platinum. <laughs> so anyway, that was kind of a thrill to 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 find that out yesterday. And uh, starting tomorrow, I'm I'm going to a national sales conference for the next couple of days. So that's always fun. Uh, being downtown Toronto, staying in a hotel, and going to a bunch of like uh seminars and stuff like that but then capped off with with just a 
massive booze fest Friday night, yeah. uh, which which will yeah, be put in a good word. I'm still waiting for my. I'm 15 years in. I still haven't you, got my invite. You complete his plus one. Well, yeah. Well, no, I don't. We don't get plus one. Oh so yeah, else no, you'd, no. you'd come. Um, but uh, you keep on doing that great work, Matt. All that voiceover stuff, and I'm sure next year you'll be in there. Uh, and then f- this Saturday we've got a gig, so I'm playing with the band this Saturday. So I'm gonna be a zombie. Uh, speaking of zombies, by by Sunday, I'm going to be dead, um, but it's going to be worth it. It's going to be a lot of fun, and I'm looking forward to every minute of it. Ben, how about you? Um, my week's been all right. <laughs> <laughs> so that's about it. I've uh, we, you know we uh, I've been moved to a sort of new department or a different department rather than my job. And so you, you're that. an engineer. What what kind of engineer are you? Yeah, I, I'm a fiber engineer. So uh, sorry, I, I go out to. I go out to areas and sort of <laughs> build fiber networks and stuff like that and oh, do testing cool. and, you know, that that sort of stuff. Oh, nice. You have a lot in common with Jack then. You guys uh, should get together and talk uh, shop because I think that's the kind of work he does too, Jack in Australia. Oh, is that right? Yeah, I think he does that kind of stuff. Cool. Could be my way into Australia then, get, get me a nice fiber job over there. That'd be cool. Yeah, yeah. Well, you should hook up with Jack. The, the, the uh, TPS uh, community here abides. So... Uh, mm. <laughs> <laughs> and and you have tomorrow off, I hope. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Got okay, good. I well, appreciate that you moved it. So the reason we're, we're recording tonight and not tomorrow is because of that sales conference mm. that I'm going to. So uh, thank you for for being able to accommodate that. Uh, we could have you know moved out everything out a week, but that would have you know messed up everyone else's schedule as well. So uh, uh, thank you for being flexible. Uh, and uh, your your partner's in the other room, but. Uh, <laughs> So you say she stopped watching Letter Kenny at like around season two. Uh, do you think now uh, that you're you're on, maybe she'll will pick it up? Did, oh, by the did you guys watch Shorzy? Uh, I I watched Shorzy. Um, my my partner, nah, she wasn't interested. No. But I I watched it. I watched it a couple of times, and um, you know I, I managed to get my friend who I got to watch Letter Kenny to watch it as well. He loved it. So yeah. so uh, yeah. I mean, were you a hockey fan, or did you know anything about hockey before uh, Letter Kenny or Shorzy? No. I don't know shit about hockey, man. But, <laughs> <laughs> you know, but not big in Scotland, like, eh? No, no, not at all. Um, you know, we we've got actually a but we live close to like a big sort of hockey rink. We do have a ice hockey team here and that, but it's not really a big part of um Scottish culture, hockey, you know. Mm-hmm. But you know, just despite all the hockey stuff, it's still great. It's still the you know, the writers of Letter Kerry and stuff like that involved right. and you know. That's cool. Are, are you a sports fan at all? Like do, is there any sport that you follow? Not particularly. No. Just kind of esports or not even yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. E-sports. More, more like than that. Really. Ca- yeah. Caber tossing, maybe? <laughs> Caber tossing. <laughs> <laughs> no. No, not for me. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, you're up at 2.30 in the morning, so you must need – I know you're drinking – it looks like you're drinking some beer there, but how about we offer you a bit of coffee as well? Let's Let's listen to this. Hey there. Wait, what are we doing again? The sponsor read. Oh, okay. Wait, we have a sponsor? Yes, it's Eric. Oh, I know Eric. He's a good guy. I know. Did you know he sells coffee? Yes, of course I... I think it's called Diabolical Coffee. Can we just... It's devilishly good coffee. You don't say. He also sells Diabolically Awesome Swag. Terrific. He's got a roast for all tastes. Is that right? Yeah, you can order whole bean, coarse, standard grind, and espresso. Espresso, but whatever. (laughs) Hey, uh, don't you and Tanya use K-Cups? You know we do. I think he has those too. Wonderful. Imagine if we could use promo code like ProduceStan to get 10% off coffee or merch from his stores. Yes, that would be cool. Wait a minute. I just had a brilliant idea. What's that? 
We should get Diabolic Coffee to sponsor the podcast. We should? Yes. Why have we never thought of that before? I give up. Thank you, Eric and Diabolical Coffee. And speaking of support, welcome to new Twitter followers, Eric Cooper from Baytown, Texas. Uh, Blurbert from Anchorage, Alaska, EMC2 from Rhode Island, Joseph McCorkle, uh, Steve James, Mike, Eves Mulkers from Belgium, the Bad Mother Pod, Michael McMahon from uh, Newton Abbey, uh, Firebird 2002, Raven is One from The Upside Down, C, Citizen Journalist Number One, Marcella Yoza, uh, Missing missing Hitch, Christopher M. Walsh from uh, Chicago, Illinois, Nor- Norbert, Barry Cruz from Rockland, California, Shwilly B, TK, Baseball is Life, uh, Paul Hartrick from uh, Bloomington, Illinois, Ugg from Florida, Lops Brewing from w- Woonsocket, Rhode Island, another Rhode Island listener, uh, We Want the System from New Jersey, Zachary Martin from Lexington, Lexington, South Carolina, Mr. Babar from Greentown, Lug, Ludger Reed, Richard LeBlanc, Mercedes Marti- Martinez, Steve Joe from Chicago, Christian Emeritus uh, IV from Napa, Boss Coog from uh, Northwest, uh, Frank Colhane from Parts Unknown, Glenn Lowry, uh, Cities HHL, Return of the Mac from Ottawa, Serena from uh, Phoenix, Arizona, Sebastian Borza from Chicago, Mackenzie from Ottawa, Harold D. Anderson, Elun Moscow, <laughs> I think that was supposed to be a play on Elon Musk, Alibi Opeyemi, uh, Anthony Collins, Scandal Marketing from California, Katie Mayher from uh, Chicago, B Mobile, a.k.a. Nature Boy from Anchorage, Alaska, another Alaska listener, Big Screen Sports Podcast, Mother Fletcher Lake, from Lake Zurich, Illinois, and Made Fresh Dailies from the interwebs. Thank you for following and hopefully for listening. Previously. On Letterkenny. Letter <laughs> Last week, we recapped and reviewed season three of episode 11, Lost Dog. That episode is our first unicorn of season 11, getting a fresh rating from all of us, including our guest, Casey. And according to our scientific Twitter polls, uh, which had 77 votes, 71% uh, of you gave this episode a fresh, 25% gave it a clearance, and 39 gave it a compost. This week, we recap and review episode four of season 11, Nudes. Victor, have you done your homework? It was. Yeah, Tanya, have you done your homework? Yes. You know, a simple, thank you. A simple yes. Matt, have you done your homework? <laughs> it, it is. I've done my homework. Alistair, have you done your homework? Yes, sir. Thank you, sir. So here we go. Well, don't bore us. Get to the chorus. We start with the cold open. The hicks are out in the bush with their rifles. Derry's rocking a piss while Wayne and Squirrely Dan sit smoking darts. Uh, Squirrely Dan compliments Derry's healthy stream. Wayne mentions he heard that Italians have narrow urethras. Uh, according to Squirrely Dan, from the sound of it, uh, Derry isn't Italians. Uh, Wayne thinks he might be, <laughs> could be just a wee bit Italian by the sounds of it. Uh, Derry thought only girls had urethras. <clears throat> um, Squirrely Dan corrects him. He's thinking of uh, uteruses as, or uteri, according to Wayne. Derry also heard that the, the Swiss shit black because of all the chocolate they eat. Squirrely Dan refutes this by saying that only bad chocolates makes you shits black, not good Swiss chocolates. Then suddenly the conversation make, takes a quick turn back to narrow urethras, uh, namely Alexander's. I think Alexander might have an narrow urethra. I was standing beside him having a piss, and I had finished mine before he'd even started his. No, your thanks on the shy bladders. Just stood there. Pulling on it every few seconds. I seen him bopping <laughs> off the urinal one time trying to get her going. Guys with shy bladders can only pass if they're in the right environment. Well, like warm or cold? No, you're thinking of climates. So he couldn't have a piss right here with me. 
He likely prefers not to. People with shy bladders can't piss at the urinals if someone's standing right next to them. It's like a stage fright thing. Like a stand your ground or run away type thing? No, your thing's in fights or flights. <laughs> Well, how do you rock a piss? Well, people with shy bladders got to be aware of all the available washrooms, likely. Like the CIA has to be aware of all the available exits for the president. Oh, you're thinking of the secret services. Okay. Squirrel Dan imagines that if you have a shy bladder, your brain is kind of like the secret servers and your horn is kind of like the president. Potus? No, you're thinking of the potuses. That's up. I know the secret service organizes everything for the potuses. Yeah, potus doesn't have much of a choice there, but. Well, he's one wannabe leader of the free world, so... Imagine you work your way up secret serving, and then you get assigned the detail to protect POTUS, and then all you're doing is clearing bathrooms for him and his shy bladder. Hey, check yourself. Any detail those dudes get assigned is a fucking honor. I think so, too. Ask any one of them. Yeah, they'd be happy with any details he gives them. I think I'd try to switch details with another secret server. I don't think that's how presidential's details works there, Darius. All right, ruin me this. Let's say you work your way all the way up to being a secret server. What are you going to do then? Huh? <laughs> going to go to the POTUS so you don't like your details? Do you want another Secret Service details? Don't be surprised to take away your details as all together. You'd be scrubbing the ship's commodes. Yeah, I guess you're right. Old boss is always dick telling me the new one. You'd be dreaming of the old boss's dick. Squirrel Dan says <laughs> if, if he were a Secret Server, he'd be happy to help the POTUSes in any way he needs. Uh, Wayne would, would too. Uh, he's not standing there bopping his wiener off the urinal like Alexander. Derry asks why the POTUS wouldn't just use a handicapped bathroom for complete privacy. Wayne and Squirrely Dan scold him. Oh. That's uncouth. Yeah, I don't think the Secret Service would think that's a very good look for the POTUSes. Why doesn't the Secret Service just clear the bathroom entirely? That way you don't have to check if anybody's in there. Listen, I don't know about yous, but that sounds an awful lot to me like abuse of power. POTUSes got to be for the peoples. Well, what if the Secret Service hired guys with shy bladders to secretly serve? So they could emphasize with the POTUSes? Yeah. No chance in hell. Why not? Don't ask, don't tell. You think the Secret Service ever kicked a guy off the can so the president could rock a piss? Not unless he's trying to flush a boat down the toilet. Can you imagine if the POTUSes had a shy bladders and was Italians? Talks about doubles troubles. Well, <laughs> 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 the fuck Secret Service would have their hands full then, boy. Cut to Wayne and his uh, on his own repeating what he heard about the Italians and their narrow urethras and cue the theme. All right, that's the cold open. Uh, Victor, what do you think of that cold open? I thought it was three minutes long. <laughs> <laughs> it was about about two minutes longer than it needed to be. Okay. Yeah. God damn it, Victor. <laughs> um, first of all, I didn't get the whole Italian uh, narrow urethra reference. I I don't know if that's a. It's just what he heard. <laughs> what? It's, it's just, just what he heard. heard yeah. Oh, yeah. I thought you said it was a sweaty herd. I'm like, I'm thinking this is becoming politically incorrect. A sweaty um, herd. What the hell is a sweaty herd? <laughs> That's, you need to take that back um uh so or at least take it down 10 percent um, i'm so glad i wasn't the only one who heard that. oh fuck me <laughs> so so anyway so that part like yeah i just didn't get it um it was mildly amusing until mm -hmm. they got to the potos talk and by then i just checked out it was just going on and on and on and they weren't really getting anywhere none of that stuff was kind of really funny or kept me engaged so mm. uh but yeah the alexander piece was funny and the shy bladder i think i might have a shy bladder i don't know um uh so so uh yeah so i thought it was it was mildly amusing and then w stayed around uh, beyond its welcome mm. Interesting fact here on this on the live stream, both Awesome and Eric Aaron say that this one was performed live 
uh, at uh, Letterkenny Live. So that's uh, oh really? Yeah. Oh. oh, since since Aaron's on live stream, can I embarrass her uh, very quickly? Yeah, go for it, real quick. Um, yeah, thank you. Uh, so you know, Linda and I were having a tough time last week, and you know, I wasn't going to share this, but I'm going to share it since since she's listening. Um, she just she 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 uh, donated to the. Toronto Cat Rescue on behalf of Pumpkin mm. and shared some beautiful words and it just brought Linda and I to tears and um it it really really touched us and um and she I just want her to know how much it meant to us and uh it was just something very very special and wow. I don't know I I no, nothing else to say but I just mm. want to kind of share that about Aaron. Oh, I mean, uh, Aaron, thank you so much. On, on, well, you've heard Victor's words and she sent it to me and asked me to forward it on to you. So, uh, yeah, I knew she was doing it, but uh, it was yeah, very thoughtful of her. And uh, yeah, kudos. Oh, back, back back, to the show. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Tanya, what did you think of this cold open? Uh, okay. So um, I, I kind of have similar thoughts to, to Victor. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it did go a little long. I, I felt there was much squirreling on the conversation. We went from <laughs> peeing to Alexander to secret service and shy bladders and urethras and uteruses. And it was just kind of here, there and went everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I was I was honing in for some strange reason on Squirrely Dan and his uh, S's seem to oh, multiply. Man. I don't know how he does it. I don't know how he gets through those lines. Like so many. The thought crossed my mind that I wonder if in real life S's are just popping up everywhere now for him. Maybe now. Yeah. Like I don't think he's, that was something he did before. But yeah. He's just... played the, the character for so long now. It's like S's just pop up randomly on the end of everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and and, and Squirrelly Dan did a phenomenal job um, keeping those S's going. Um, it was it was it was good, but yeah, I found it a little bit long and uh, kind of lost a little bit of interest. Okay, Matt, what did you think? Y'all don't know what you're talking about, man. <laughs> what the fuck? This one was fantastic. This, <laughs> this is up there. This is like an Anson Cedus or a Roberta Bondar. Like this is this one is of those rants. with the launch codes. This is exactly I love that. It. Yeah, yeah, they just go on these rants <laughs> mm-hmm. and they, it just spirals out of control. It's like the best stoner chats I've ever had. It's amazing. <laughs> and it starts off at one thing. And before you know, you don't even know where you're at. You often forget even what you're talking about, which is exactly why Wayne came back at the end and was like, set it all over again. Because mm-hmm. we need to repeat just in case anyone forgot where that mess all started. Mm-hmm. Um, no, it was amazing. Every single time especially Wayne said secret server. I laughed. I'm like, he keeps saying secret server, secret <laughs> yeah, server. Yeah. I'm like, what the fuck is a secret server? And <laughs> they were I, all saying <laughs> secret server instead of secret but he, service. But he, but he said it so perfectly. Yeah, yeah. And, and then it's, hoo, hoo. Like, yeah. I'm like, I just, come on, man. How do you guys not enjoy? Yeah. I'm like angry at you for disliking this one. <laughs> They don't dislike it. They just oh, uh, no. lost interest. Not, not hey. just got disengaged. Yeah, just yeah. Dis- yeah. No, no. It's all and, and, and I agree. When when you heard the mention to Alexander, and I hadn't watched ahead, mm-hmm. um, as soon as I heard his name, like, oh, he's going to be in this one. Mm-hmm. He's going to be. They're going to bring him. They're not going to mention him and then waste that opportunity. Right. So it was yeah. a good little foreshadow that got me extra excited coming out of that one. So no, I thought this was a fantastic cold open. Mm-hmm. Uh, I won't go as far as saying it's fan- it was fantastic. I thought it was good. I thought it was good. It was fun. It was a you know a call back to kind of Gary and the launch codes that kind of stoner talk. Like you put it perfectly. That's exactly like picture um, 
I'm, I don't know if any those of you who watch that '70s show, this is what they'd be talking yeah. about in in the, in the drug circle, circle <laughs> in oh. the basement, right? And, and uh, sorry, quickly you mentioned that uh, yeah. Crystal oh, yeah. called this out in the mm-hmm. live chat as well. That every time the bathrooms involved. The, the the government's evolved in their oh, conversation. Oh, okay. That's a that's an interesting point. And she referenced the code yeah. scene as that's well. That's right. So uh yeah, I mean I think it's nonsensical on purpose. But what I do like about this one, and I can't I don't think the launch codes had this, this does tie into the episode later, which which uh is is kind of nice too. So uh, you know, I'll give this one like if we were rating something right now, I'd give this one a clearance. I, I didn't hate it, but it you know it wasn't one of my favorite uh cold opens, so I'd right down the middle. Uh, Alistair, what do you think? Um, a bit surprised that I'm going to be saying this, but I'm actually, I agree with Victor. Oh, it, wow. It's a little bit too long. Um, <laughs> Damn it. For me, you know, the, I, I you're tired. Out. It's okay, Alistair. You're tired. <laughs> uh, you know, you're I, getting I, I a big hippo right now. <laughs> I did check out a little bit on the, the Secret Service stuff, but you know what's funny? My, my, my notes are extremely weird here. So, funnily enough, they mentioned Scotland. Mm-hmm. Um, when they were talking about you, you know, when they talking the about the black shit, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Funnily enough, they mentioned Scotland. That I've just wrote black shit with a question mark as well because <laughs> I've I've never heard that before. And um, I I really laughed at the the you know you'd be dreaming of the old boss's dick when he yells that. that yeah, that, yeah, yeah. No, that cracked me up. But otherwise, yeah, a little bit, a little bit too much. Yeah, and there's a, there's that callback to that other line that they've used in the past. Was it the the, the former boss is a, a dick mm. or something like that? And, Both boss always a dick. Yeah, yeah. the new one exactly. So there's a, some callback to to previous uh, cold opens, and yeah, no, I, again, mm. I thought I thought it was a solid cold open, just not great, uh, not fantastic. Yeah. I wouldn't use certainly fantastic. not like last episode. <laughs> anyway, let's move I on imagine. to scene <laughs> one. The Hicks are at the produce stand. Rosie joins them. She seems agitated. She asks the others if they want to see some butt fuckery. She hands. Katie, her phone. Katie becomes upset at what she sees. Wayne asks what the frequency is. Uh, it seems there are nudes of Gail being circulated around the internet. <laughs> Prove it. Of Gail. No. Nope. Well, I still take a gander. Cool it. No, James Vanderpeeking. It ain't Dawson's crack. I don't want to wait for our lives to be over. Just show it to me. Mind your scruples, <laughs> Derry. She's Gail now. En route to her now. Sending nudes becomes very popular amongst the young peoples these days. Shouldn't take pictures of yourself. Sending nudes is one thing. Get after it. Yeah, let your freak flag fly. Leaking nudes is another. Don't take pictures of yourself at the gym. I mean, show it to a pal or two on your phone. Have a giggle. But don't send it to a pal. Fucking nerd. It ought to be punishable by castration. Straight up. What, like a bilateral archidectomy? I don't give a shit. You should lose your balls for leaking nudes. And then a picture of your nutless ball sack should be sent to everyone you sent the nude to. Derry tries to dismiss the act saying, boys will be boys. Uh, Katie will have none of it. If you send naked picture of a girl you're having sex with to your pals, that's exactly what you are, a boy. Wayne asks them how they're going to fuck this pig. One, locate culprit. Two, delete evidence. And three. Yes, and three. Vigilante justice. Wayne jumps up from his chair. Katie admires his spirit, but he didn't stand up for that reason. He thinks he just got uh, stung by a bee. Scene two. Outside the convenience store, the skids are dancing. Stuart notes that he feels the heat. Rold finds it a bit brisk, but that's not what Stuart means. He feels like all eyes are on him. There's too much heat on their names. The skids start talking like uh, gangsters in movies. Fools out here blowing up our spot? Yeah, Fanny, catch a body. What you saying, shot caller? What would fools do if we didn't deal anymore? What would we do? 
Well, we would still deal. Okay. But under the guise of a proxy. And on top of taking the heat off of our name, he would be able to inflate the prices, charging fools whatever premium suits us. A proxy? Can we call it Operation Goldie Prox? Operation Proxic Relationship. Operation Small Prox? Operation Long Prox on the Beach. Operation uh, Safety Deposit Prox? That would take the heat off of our names. But who would help us in such a matter? Or any matter, for that matter? Just then, Avi Goldstein comes out of the convenience store, commence Operation Bagels with Prox. Uh, the skids dance up to Avi and start with the small talk. It's, uh, Goldstein? Yeah, AKA Bill Foldstein, Legend of Oldstein, Never Paroldstein, Never Controlledstein, A Story Untoldstein. <laughs> we are Sir Patrick Stewart, Gary Roldman. Stewart and Rold are immediately flattered that Avi knows their names. Uh, Stewart asks Avi what he knows about extracurricular activities. Well, I've been known to enroll in the uh, after school curriculum. Lead guitar and a contraband? Got a Fernalia. <laughs> Shit, I even got a pair of Fernalia. Stewart's making drug references. I just want to make sure that that's what you're doing. <laughs> Rolled up the rim to win. You can be sure. <laughs> Uh, Stuart asks Avi if he wants some drugs. Avi would love some. Stuart offers the drugs free of charge. Avi's happy to take a free uh, take free weed. The skids scoff at the idea that Avi considers uh, weed a drug. <laughs> what you talking about, weed? <laughs> Khalifa, the Goblin, the Dojo. I meant free rips. Rips. What you talking about rips? <laughs> the lines, the linos, the devil's dandruff. <laughs> no, that's that's not kosher. Weed isn't even a drug. Yes, it is. When you're six. Well, you must have been a troubled six-year-old. It's not a drug, though. It's weed. Actually, it's very commonly referred to as the gateway drug. Gateway to eating salt and vinnies and pocketing other people's lighters. <laughs> what are you guys, the joint task force? That's a great line. Uh, the skids finally get down a business pr proposition. They want Abby to sell for them in order to inflate the prices and take the heat off their names. Abby has questions. Why me? You're a chosen person. Because I'm one of the chosen people. Precisely. So because I'm Jewish, you think I'm business-minded, money-minded. No, 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 no. I, 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 I don't see religion. Yeah, because I am. That's well, good that's for, good you. for you. That's really that's good for really you. Really good for you. Because that had nothing. Had nothing to, we didn't even we talk even, about I it. Did, no. That had nothing to I do. I didn't know you were <laughs> Jewish. Jewish. Couldn't tell. Consider it a mitzvah. A mitzvah. The mitzvah. 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 I do this mitzvah in exchange for drugs. Free drugs. Win-win. Huh. Sure, you right. You know what it is. Hype. Scene three, the Hicks arrive at Modine's. They find Bonnie McMurray at a table with her laptop. She's pissed about the leaked nudes of, D of Gale. She's looking at the best way to remove man's balls from his body. Uh, Dale asks, or Derry asks where da uh, Bonnie stands on all of this. Bro, you leak a pic, you lose your dick. Look, all I'm saying is that maybe we should follow the money around and take a little look. Uh, Katie cuts Derry uh, off. She doesn't want to hear it. Squirrely Dan asks, where uh, do they start? Katie tells the boys they don't start. The girls got this. Uh, they'll be back when it's sorted. So the males, male hicks decide to get hammered. They leave Katie. Uh, they leave, and Katie asks Rosie and Bonnie where they should start. Bonnie says, well, her brother's kind of a piece of shit. So scene four, cut to the McMurray standing outside their home in their uh, hot tubbing robes. Uh, Rosie gets down to business, informs them that there's a leaked nude of her cousin circulating town, and they're looking for who's behind it. This news kind of excites the McMurrays. <laughs> so what are we talking about here, Chance? Beaver, a little beaver cleaver. One of them over-the-shoulder shots into the mirror with a little bit of backside. Tits and beef. Oh, did you see your split? Maybe one of those bend-over shots into the mirror, you see a little peek over split. Yeah, a little split sampler. A little split sample bladder. A little split mangler. Oh. Ew. Well, who's got it? 
Oh, let's have a little peekaboo, that's what I always say. If it wasn't sent to you, it wasn't meant for you. Well, let's have a cocksucking gin and tonic then. So you haven't seen it? Not yet, but the suspense is killing me. I don't know, baby, don't get your hopes up. You know what they say, the bigger the build up, the shittier the movie. So you don't know who leaked it? No, but if I was use, I'd be looking directly at Jimmy Dixon. <gasps> Katie asked them uh, what they have against Jim Dickens. Mrs. McMurray says he's too tall. He can't be trusted. That's all she knows. McMurray doesn't believe a word he says. It's all tall tales. Uh, Mrs. McMurray adds that he was the last one to crawl up that skin slide, so they shouldn't be standing there waving their fingers at, at them. Uh, Katie and Rosie defend Dickens, saying he's a good guy with values. He would never do anything like that. Uh, Mrs. McMurray nonsensically responds that even a broken clock is right twice a day. Uh, <laughs> Katie turns to someone else off screen and asks them if they have anything to, uh, to say to that. It's Dickens in a bathrobe. He's been there the entire time. He looks unimpressed with what he's just witnessed. As it turns out, I will not be joining you for an afternoon hot tub. <laughs> know anything about this, Jim? Miss Gale and I have had a courtship in the past. But if I ever circulated a naked photo of a woman who trusted me with her body, I would voluntarily permit that woman to cut off my genitals and then thank her for the kindness. There's no one good reason why we ought to believe that, you redwood-looking, beanstalk, cell phone tower-looking psalms bitch. He looks a bit like a problem. You want one good reason? I'll give you one. And after that, I'll give you two. And then after that, I'll get three good reasons to wait like I fall for four, I'll get a good reason to get a good Ladies, the concept of eagerly oversharing an explicit photograph resonates to me as childlike behavior. Yep, boys. There are two boys who come to mind straight out the gate. Yeah, I guess they should have been our first stop. The ladies leave the as the McMurrays unleash more insults on Dickens. Scene five, in the skid's basement, they meet with Abby to negotiate the terms of their business. Uh, they begin arguing again over whether weed should be considered a drug. You mean the no longer controlled substance weed? The reason for immense unnecessary incarceration weed? Oh, you mean cannabis, the dioecious flower. Oh, if you mean cannabis, the flower with psychoactive effects, then yes. Yeah, yeah, psychoactive effects such as minor feelings of euphoria and intense desire for dilping. Oh, you guys really watch Narcos Mexico. You can't even die from it. Quite the opposite, actually. It can help you live. Well, my point exactly. It's medicinal. And recreational. Perhaps we were wrong about you. Perhaps you were. Allow me to mediate. Rold wants to mediate the negotiation. Stuart and Abby allow it. Rold lays out the terms of their deal. He asks Abby what his conditions are to make the deal happen. Abby just wants Stuart to admit that weed is indeed a drug. Uh, production note, uh... Avi does uses some amazing names for both Stuart and Rold. One of my favorites here is Advil, Rold, Flu, and Tanal Cold and Stew when he's referring to them in this uh, thing. So Stuart scoffs at Avi's terms, but Rold makes a great argument. But Stuart, I mean, don't you remember the, the thrill of, of hiding weed in your locker at school and knowing that if you got caught, oh, you get in trouble? Yeah, junior kindergarten was a riot. <laughs> I mean, but don't you remember the excitement of bringing it home and, and hiding it in your undie drawer so your mom couldn't find it? Well, my mom was hiding it in her undie drawer, unsuccessfully. But don't you remember when Katie came to you for the first time for weed? <gasps> the excitement of when she asked you to meet her after school. Oh, it was so secret. And sexual. Sure. But do you remember what she called you? Her first drug dealer. Hmm. 
Uh, where are we here? The nostalgic trip down memory lane does the trick. Stewart finally admits marijuana is a drug. It's good enough for Avi. He has two conditions. Weed up front, done. And the second condition... I need your reassurance that these drugs have not been tampered with. <coughs> tampered with? Yeah, cut up with anything not advertised. Rule to perdition. Our stuff is safe to play with. Rated E for everyone. Then yes, we have a deal. Wonders! Stuart lays out the plan. Avi will post up outside the dollar store and the skids will send customers their way. Scene six, back in Modine's, the Hicks are at the bar. Alexander walks past. Alexander's? How are you now? Life is like toilet paper. You're either on a roll or taking crap off someone. (laughs) Where you headed, bud? I'm going to bop my wiener off the Uranus a couple times. Cut to Riley and Jonesy at a table talking about something inane when the Hick ladies approach them. Rosie asks them if they have a naked photo of her cousin on their phone. Riley asks her who her cousin is. Rosie informs him that it's Gail. Uh, Riley apologizes, citing too many conkies as his excuse. Production note, a conky in hockey is short for concussion. Uh, uh, Jonesy and Riley has... Uh, Jonesy says Riley has only had five conkeys. Uh, most people wouldn't consider that too many conkeys. Riley admits he may have forgotten a conkey. Jonesy adds most people would consider that the side effect of conkeys. Uh, anywho. That, that scene makes way more sense. I kept thinking they were talking about beer. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> anywho, back to the question at hand. Riley doesn't know. The women are indignant. Riley says he's the conky tonk man. Bonnie can't believe Riley and Jonesy aren't sure if they have naked photo of, of the Gale on their phones. I've got so many naked photos of Brodsky's on my phone. I don't know where it begins or where it ends. Yeah. My camera roll includes recent nudes, favorite nudes, portrait nudes, slow-mo nudes, time-lapse nudes, and my recently deleted folder is exclusively nudes. <laughs> Stop 86 nude. Yeah. Some you wish you could ask immediately. Yeah, I figured out how to delete the calculator and the heart monitor app off my phone to make more room for incoming nudes. <laughs> but, you know, even if we were ascended at it, we wouldn't ascend it to the boys. That is, like, bad. Color me pleasantly surprised, boys. I mean, we'd show it to them, obviously, twice if they asked. We just wouldn't, you know, send it to them. And there it is. <laughs> Jonesy suggests that the skids can go on the dark on the dark web and figure out who, who it was next scene, scene seven back outside the dollar store. The skids are skidding. Avi approaches the skids. Ask Avi how business is going. Avi flashes a fat stack of cash at the skids. He sold all of it. The skids are impressed. They want to know how Avi would rather not talk about it, but after rolled and, and the beautiful, uh, uh, rolled in the beautiful say, please, Avi spills it. You see, I devised a plan of my own. That's not part of the plan. No, but check it out. I sold your regulars, but for their regular price. Fair is fair. This plan of yours to inflate the prices, it just didn't add up, mathematically speaking. And trust me, I know a lot about math because my dad was an accountant, and that's like third best job you could get as a G. Did you? Are you Jewish? We didn't even know it. But what are the first two jobs? Doctor and lawyer are tied for first, and then member of the BC Boys. Sure shot. So what you want? <laughs> what I did instead was I hit up my cousin, Shlummy. He's the on-campus dealer at the yeshiva in Toronto. What's a yeshiva? Oh, it's like uh, it's like the same as school, but with a primary focus on Bible studies. Also less girls. Oh, okay. Yeah. Told him how to handle some good shit, named my price, and he bought it all. <laughs> Jews work together in my way. Look, look, I am. 
Stuart <laughs> senses trickery. Avi assures him it's treatery and tosses the cash at Skids. This seems to placate Stuart's concerns. Avi also mentions to them that one of the buyers the, the Skids sent his way, a really smelly dude who kind of smelled like unused stacked cardboard boxes, showed him a nude of Gail from the bar. The guy had a really dumb name like Jigglypuff Pad or something like that. Rold says the name Jiven Pete. Abby confirms, yes, that's the, that's the name. Stuart assures him he'll pass the information on to the right people. Final scene, Stuart, Rold, and Rold arrive outside Modine's in a very unusual way where the, the Hicks are awaiting. Uh, Rosie asks them if they know anything about Gail's nudes. Stuart refuses to snitch. Katie walks up to him and grabs him by the throat. After Stuart asks her to squeeze a little tighter and she obliges, he lets out that it was driving Pete. Uh, Gail pops her head out the door and asks if they're going to, uh, if they're coming in. She needs to offset the degen population in the bar. The female Hicks, Hicks figure uh, driving Pete must be in the bar, so they go after him. The bar is full of degens. The Hicks sidle up to the bar. Kay, uh, Gail says she's heard they've been having her back around town. They can confirm. Gail says, so they know it was driving Pete then. Uh, they look confused. Gail admits she sent the picture to him. All the Hicks plus rolled and Stuart look perplexed. Did you fuck driving Pete, Gaylor? No, I just sent him a nude, but I fucked worse. I once had it off with the four day shift guys at Timmy's cause they offered me a real double double. You know what that is, Wayne? No. Anyways, I was at home with the cold cause cough syrup makes me horny. And I needed someone to play carpenter with. What's that? It's a game. How does one play carpenter scales? Only two rules. One, we get hammered. Two, you nail me. <laughs> Gail, you need Jesus. Good thinking. <laughs> Best carpenter there ever was. <laughs> Katie asked Gail what happened. Gail says Jive and Pete went slipping and sliding into her DM, so she sent him something to wail on it, uh, wail on it to. Rosie asks Gail if she's mad that he went around town showing it to everyone. Mad? Fucker did all my marketing for me. Like an analog Tinder profile going off left and right, showing me off to every dangling dong in town. My phone's burning up. That nude? It's my business card. <laughs> Gail goes on to say she'll just piss a little in his drink. Alexander walks by and offers to do it for her. Just give him a few minutes to bop it off the Uranus. Uh, <laughs> Wayne asks the girls how they want to fuck this pig. The girls have a quick discussion, then come to an agreement. Sometimes you got to kill him with kindness. The music montage starts. Bonnie pours out four shots. The girls turn to the table where J uh, Jive and Pete is sitting with the other DJs. Katie calls him over, gives him a shot, toasts him. Jive and Pete takes his shot, but before he can swallow, Katie kicks him right in the DJs. Jive and Pete spits, and we fade to black. All right, that's the episode. <laughs> uh, I think it's important to note, and somebody said it in the uh, the live stream. And uh, this, there's a write, uh, writing credit for the actor who plays Abby he has a writing credit on this episode. Just nice. FYI, um, we start with Victor. Your initial impressions of this episode? Yeah. So uh, you know, I uh, kind of talked about the cold open, and mm -hmm. uh, you know, it started out good and kind of got lost my interest halfway through, but. But the one thing that I got excited about is the same thing that Matt got, got excited about. And that's, that is uh, that where we were going to get Alexander and he was used perfectly. You know, it's like just small doses, but boy, does it, is it impactful? So that, that was, that was really, really great. And, right off the earnest, so, it's impactful. Yes. Yeah, thank you. And, and uh, watch the backsplash. And uh, when the scene started, I mean, it was one after another, like all the scenes were just 
just perfect. Like there was no throwaways. There was no filler. All the hmm. scenes connected. They, there, there was, it, it, you know, it was just a continuation of great scenes mm-hmm. and, and Laffery and Avi was uh, incredible. Um, the, the writing that he had was mm-hmm. just brilliant. Even the skids. I mean, yeah. you know, normally, normally for me, a lot of their lines are throwaways, but even they had a lot of clever lines in this one. Not sure how the hell they knew what a mitzvah was. Uh, so that's that's a little bit puzzling, mm-hmm. um, but uh, but sure we'll give them to the give give that one to them. I guess they learned about it on the dark web. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, so impression yeah <laughs> impressions are just really really solid uh, mm-hmm. until the very very end where I just uh, it was just didn't make any sense and it was just a little bit disappointing at the very last scene. But oh, but aside okay. from that, uh, I thought it was well, on uh, what. Oh, what, oh, what oh just the, the jiving chicken, uh, getting it between uh, between the legs. I, it didn't make any sense. Gail kind of let him off the hook saying, you know, like he 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 didn't do nothing wrong. Like he he's fine. Uh, you know, she's the one. that. Well, no, she didn't give like she didn't mind him doing it, but it's still a degen move to do it. So that doesn't make it right. Yeah, it doesn't make it right. Fine. Yeah. Yeah. But it, it, it the way. No, 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 no. And she even said, she said she was going to piss in his cup. Yeah. Even said she's going to piss in his beer. OK, fine. The way this episode, the way this this started was, mm-hmm. hey, this degen, here's the kind of the moral code. You don't send nudes right. of the girl you're sleeping with, yeah. yada, yada, yada. That's not what happened. Yeah, so but at the, this the, point, it has nothing to do with Gaylor. It's setting an example for Jivin that this is not okay behavior. Yeah, it's it's so, so yeah. So they, um, uh, so Gail doesn't need Katie to fight her battles. Gail is not. No, enough. hold on. She's not fighting Gail's battle at that point. She's fighting the battle on behalf of all other women. Yeah. who Jivin Pete might cross. Yeah, I don't know. I I just I just like. Yes, he's a degen. Mm-hmm. I just on this point, I thought that Katie's just bullying him. Like that's not. I thought this mm. was none of her business. Gail already said this is not. This is not your deal. All is good. And Katie still went and you know uh, got him because that's what she does. I, for me, I say st- stand down. This is not your fight. Stand down. Stand mm. down. Tan, what did you think? Um, I. I th- the the episode was good. We had everybody. Oh my god! Again, uh, just a packed, packed episode. No Gail. Um, no, no Glenn. We yeah. we got Derry. Derry was in the cold yeah, open, uh, which which we haven't seen Derry. He he kind of dropped out, didn't he? I don't Last remember. Last couple of episodes, he wasn't in. No. But was it, uh, and I'm having a hard time remembering. Did he carry through the episode, or one, was yes. he only in the no, cold no, he open? He was in the bar. He was in the bar. He was in the bar. Yeah, I didn't have a lot to say, but yeah, he was in the bar. I, I, I um, I'm having a hard time. I watched it, and I was busy at the time. He was always so. the one who was trying to say he wanted to see Gail's photo. And oh, right, remember right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, it was, uh, it was a, it was a filled episode. Um, I, I, there was a few things that I didn't quite get or understand um and i kind of when when i get lost in their conversation or if the conversation's going too quick i start looking at other things so with rolled and stewart at the very beginning of the episode when they got chitty chatty and they were talking about uh, all sorts of banter going back and forth i i, I got fascinated with watching the uh dancers and plywood and they were picking <laughs> yeah, um like please they, yeah. they were picking <laughs> bugs out of each yeah. other's hair and um like doing some yeah. very baboony kind of uh, <laughs> things um, Avi for, oh my gosh, the wordplay and the, and, and the flow of words just comes so naturally and just so 
just effort effortlessly, mm-hmm. um, just fantastic. But there's so many great, great, great one liners that you just, like. There was just every single time uh, it just was so I, there's just so many I, I need t-shirts made of all of these things <laughs> um you know the broken clock is right uh yeah. two times a day um miss 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 mcmurray we we got to see the mcmurrays we got to see um dickson. um dick and dickens yep. um sad to hear that uh, the two of them are no longer together gail and, and him but uh you yeah. know hopefully that will come back around that's yeah, too bad um but the McMurray's got a third wheel, so that's fun. No, not anymore. <laughs> well, he, 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 he didn't appreciate the way they were talking alle- about allegedly. It. <laughs> I I love Dickens' line uh, that he would thank her for her kindness after cutting off his balls if he were to have done such a thing. Mm. Um, you know, rolled saying rated E for everyone. Yeah. Oh my god, it didn't even sound like his voice coming oh, yeah. from wherever that came from. Mm-hmm. Um, you know how he just changed the tone. Rated E for everyone. It was just, it was so funny, so well-timed. Um, you know, life is like toilet paper. Like, didn't see that <laughs> one coming. And what a great line that is. It totally is true. You either roll it or scrape, scrape the crap off. What, is, what take was shit, it? Take shit off people. Take shit off people. <laughs> Um, and, and taking the, the, uh, the heart monitor app off of his phone cal- to, yeah. to date, like, come on. And the that calculator was, mm-hmm. and the calculator, like, well, they're good at math, right? <laughs> or no, they're more math guys. So <laughs> they don't need the calculator. It was, uh, oh, and, and, uh, um, the other one was, um, uh, Gail's, uh, best carpenter there ever was, yeah. you know, geez, that, that was, <laughs> hilarious. Um, <clears throat> And that uh, it's uh, Gail's business card at the very end of it all, right? Mm-hmm. And then, of course, uh, Katie does the kick. I I, I don't um, agree with you, Victor, on that. Like, it did make sense. That's kind of her her thing. And that I, I don't I think if if it didn't end that way, it would not have been the payoff that it was. Like, she needs to have uh, the final say, and he does absolutely. Even though Gail was was was. Um, you, you don't don't forget they don't have a problem with sharing nudes they have a problem with leaking nudes yeah so gail sharing her nude with jiving pete they don't have a problem with that no. they think it's disgusting but she it's her it's her decision to do that it's that he shared it uh, uh, with everyone in town that's why he's getting hooved in the balls so it's and, different and I got, it's not like it's they're not in a, different no, no, no. no but it's he not like they're in a, in a relationship doesn't it's, matter. it's getting a random nude and he's it's he's not decided. a random no, sh- no you don't share nudes no you don't share nudes no. period that's a degen no. move uh, yeah, you're just yeah. you're just making up rules no uh, I, I, the, the, the rules yeah. were well established throughout this episode anyone how many sh- random girls have <laughs> sent you nudes of themselves none i'm 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 a 47 year old man i don't get no you're making random rules about things no you know I have a girlfriend and she was in the dating world and, and it was, it was, it was, it was, there's no words. There's just no words for what people will send you. And it's a, like, hi, how are you? Want to go for a coffee? And then there's a picture. If a stranger sends you a nude, it's fair game what you do with that nude. She's not a stranger. Everyone knows Gail in town. And the the point is well made in the live stream. Liz said, you you, not without permission. It was, he had, he didn't have her permission to do that. You're making stuff up. But that's not, we can agree to this. No, we all agree that you're wrong, Victor. No, no, I don't don't think so. But anyway, so I'll just quickly tack on it from my perspective. I mean, I said my 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 piece before I can tell you pre where I'm at in life. Matt did receive a few nudes in the past. 
especially with one uh, girl I was talking to years ago. And I can tell you, never shared a single one of them. The moment we stopped talking, I deleted every phone, off, every picture off my phone. Mm-hmm. And just because I just felt that's so a decent thing idea. to do. Yeah, nah, that's yeah, a great was, story, but this right. has nothing to do with but, but this. But no, Gail it does. Is not I mean, is a nobody to 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 the jiving chicken. She's I mean, not a nobody to people in town. Everybody knows Gail in town. Everybody knows. Yeah. Gail. If it was sent to you, no. it's yours, no, 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 not to Avi share. Knew. Yeah, even Avi knew who Gail was. Uh, yeah. If you want to share a pic, take Abby? a picture of your own dick. Don't be Jewish? sharing other people's <laughs> pictures. <laughs> you know, it's funny you say that. I was surprised that Avi knew who Gail was. See, when he says, "Oh, you mm-hmm. should speak to Gail over at the bar," yeah. I was like, "How the fuck does he know Gail?" Well, like, but yeah. if you if you remember <laughs> the previous kids know what a mitzvah is. In the, in the, in the previous episode, Avi was with Riley and Jonesy when they were talking about the hockey themed menu. So he was oh, in right Modine's. So. So he yeah. would have he would have met okay. Gail then at least sure, we, at the we, very least. We've had double Abby this season yeah, so yeah. far. So far we've had two Abby. Um, so, Matt, yeah, Matt, yeah, keep um, yeah, yeah. So this one, I, I my notes are all over the place on this one. Um, <laughs> I, I I genuinely love this episode. Um, I'm glad you called out that the extra Reddit writing credits. Is it Daniel Harak? Harak? Um, Harak? I don't know how to say his like last that? name. Or, yeah. Anyways, it, it definitely had a very different. Almost OG uh, letter Kenny vibe, but different different feel than the rest of the season so far, and I loved it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they used all their gimmicks and tools that they normally have in their box that they we've seen over the years, but they used them all perfectly. Like the wordplay, not mm-hmm. they didn't even though they kept wordplay going throughout the entire episode they didn't stick to one particular gimmick at any given time for too long that i got annoyed by it um with the exception of abby's character but i thought he used that brilliantly every time he spoke to Roland and mm-hmm. and um stuart there i loved all his little ways he said their name i thought they were so brilliant and on point mm-hmm. um so that the writing was so tight in this one the i would say one of my my favorite scene the whole episode was uh the mcmurray's and dickens when he popped up and he's like i will not be joining you then yeah. <laughs> like i i i died uh, the fact that he was there and they just kind of like what do you have to say for yourself mm-hmm. and pulled that scene together that was such a brilliant scene and how they played that whole thing out so i totally applaud that one and the mcmurray's just uh, they use them so so well here um Tanya, you called it out already. You listed off every line I had line out. This is one liner after one. Every single character had their one line, Mm -hmm. their big bang one line moment throughout this episode. And they were all so on point. I mean, even Gail going, I don't think you mentioned this one. Gail mentioning uh, her photo being her analog Tinder profile (laughs) killed me. (laughs) So like, it's just, again, the writing, the writing, the writing, the writing on this one just slayed it. Um, I will say, although Victor, I agree with you in terms of Alexander. I thought he was used perfectly in this, but I swear to God, we better get more of him. We got two episodes <laughs> left. It didn't feel like enough Alexander. He had two major scenes in other seasons. It was a couple quick lines, which were used beautifully. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, yo, if you went all the way up for Sudbury for those two lines, I'm going to be pissed. I want some more Alexander. And I haven't, obviously, I haven't seen the last two episodes yet. Mm-hmm. Um but I, I need more McHenry. His uh, he needs his his real shining moment in the next couple episodes. He's so funny. Um, He's so talented. Like mm-hmm. oh, uh, it's so good. He, he makes the they most have a gem of, yeah. there, and they're yeah. like they're they're kind of hoarding him a bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 
The one, one thing I'll call it, which I and maybe this is a, a continuity thing or, or or a story gap, maybe that tripped me up was there was a conversation. I can't remember where it was in there. Uh, well, it was with Riley and Jonesy, obviously, and they made reference to don't don't tell whatever it'll upset their billet parents. Mm-hmm. What billet parents? <laughs> like they live in Letterkenny. The, for years, we've heard about Shorzy. Um, wheeling their their, their moms, moms. Yeah. so their moms are nearby. So there's no need for billet parents. Mm-hmm. So what? What? Where are they? Maybe, maybe they. I thought. I thought the same thing. And maybe I thought maybe they were referring to their legacy billet parents, like when they were younger and playing in actually organized hockey. I don't know. Would have stayed it, with it. Tripped me parents? up. Yeah. Maybe some. Of, maybe some of the my, my parents were billet parents at one point. Yeah. We billeted some OHL players here yeah, for irony. the battalion. The battalion back yes. in the day. Yeah. But this, I know all about. Oh, oh uh, go ahead. so basically they are. So if you're like a professional hockey player, especially in like the, or the junior hockey leagues um, and you're underage, they will put you up with a family in the area that you're. So if you get brought on um, to a team outside of your city, they'll set you up with a family who basically takes you in, feeds right. you, gives you a, a place to stay. That family usually gets a small little um yeah, not a lot. Pay, pay, and usually tickets to the games, mm-hmm. uh, but they put you up. So my parents said that we had a couple. Brampton Battalion is the name of the team at the time, which is OHL mm-hmm. Ontario Hockey League, where every season we had a player come and live with us throughout their season. Um, and so they're they generally teenage boys, right? They're they're yeah. not they're not pro players. They're no, they're they're, they're underage, yeah. right? They're yeah. still they're underage. They, so they, they can't live on their own, so that, so they they they're given families to live with and those you're, families. T- you're a teenager yeah. you're only yeah. a t- only teenagers yeah. live with so i'm wondering mm-hmm. maybe if those some of those nudes that they have are some of their billet sisters if you know what i mean so settle down no like if they stayed with <laughs> families and and maybe the families had good looking daughters and uh yeah that's maybe what he was thinking of yeah. um but anyway yeah a uh, good point um the only thing I want to add to everyone everyone else is talking about is this here is probably one of the best episodes for Rolled. Rolled Ooh. is so fucking good in this episode. I think he has some of the best lines, some of the best moments, and the greatest scene in this episode where he's slithering around Stuart in that <laughs> chair trying to convince him to 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 admit that weed's a, a, a drug the way just watch that scene again <laughs> that, that that was the most forgettable scene for me that was the only scene no, watch if it I have again. To cut out any scenes after the cold open that's the scene i watch cut it out. again watch how I, he I, slithers I around that chair and just the way he acts in that scene is so brilliant like the scene itself is whatever but just him in that scene is so yeah. good yeah. and he and and he's got some great lines in this uh episode yeah ben um, oh yeah, alistair sorry, just, <laughs> <laughs> so good just on the note are you talking about that road scene mm-hmm. i've i've never watched later kenny with headphones on before okay so listening to that, being a part of that scene with headphones on, yeah, it's different, in, that, right? oh, that was fucked up. <laughs> it's a whole different experience. It is. What the fuck is going on here? Yeah. This is creepy as shit. Yeah. To be honest, that's. Uh, but no, sorry. Uh, sorry, I'm really tired. Yeah. Um, <laughs> You're excused. F- first, first impression of the episode. So I was actually very surprised. At the start, when you guys all said that, or you said rather that you guys gave the last episode that it was a unicorn, all, yeah. all fresh. Mm-hmm. I I didn't like the first three episodes of this season. Oh, so no, 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 I didn't like them. The chips one was 
you know. <laughs> um, and the other two were like, yeah, you know, a couple of couple of funny bits, whatever. So going into this, I, I wasn't expecting much, but um, even the cold open, the cold open got me cracked up talking about the black shit and <laughs> Italians with narrow urethras, and, that, and that, like I said, you know, you'd, you'd be dreaming of the old boss's dick, you know that <laughs> that, uh, that cracked me up a lot. And the you who. <laughs> Um, and then what, uh, what else? Fucking, I don't know. That this one was really great. It, it felt it felt very classic letter, Kenny. Mm-hmm. You know, like you're saying with the one liners and stuff like that. It was really well put together, in my opinion, compared to the other episodes. Um, and then just, you know, like it, going back to the skids thing. You know, when when they're talking to it, what, what's the the Jewish guy's Avi. name again? Avi. 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 When they're talking and they say, you know, sup, and he's like, NMNMU. Yeah. That's yeah. like old MSN sort of way of chatting That's to people right. and stuff like that. That yeah. was a that was a funny callback. And then the 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 Jim Dickens roasting bit. See when it panned. <laughs> oh the, my god. The chat, oh, that that was fucking incredible. And McMurray like, slayed him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, and then I, I, you know, I I, I should have wrote down what it was they were calling him after that because it was. It was fucking brilliant. Yeah. But they would call it your t- tall rocket looking guy. It's like a, shit a, a big G Raph skyrocket, yeah. something. <laughs> <laughs> no, that, that that was fantastic. That that was the, the highlight of the episode for me. Mm-hmm. Um uh, the the the, the, the wiener thing, what's that? Bop the wiener on the urinal? What, what does he mean by that? I think he's just trying to wake it up because he's trying to piss, but he's he's shy. So he's <laughs> he's oh, bopping right. it. I didn't pick that one right. up either. Okay. I think he's trying to yeah. get it get some some yearness to come out. It's no. like a starter motor. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he didn't need anything when he was peeing in the back alley. No, no, but I think he 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 didn't know he was being watched when he was back there. But yeah, that's All a right. good callback, yeah, to the episode one. Look at oh, you. Thank you. <laughs> Gail, as usual, was mm-hmm. fantastic. I always love Gail. Her movements and so just outlandish. a double yeah. double the way she does that. She said, like, so I sent him the nude and does the ah thing. That was yeah. uh, that was brilliant. And then the A1 box shot at the end. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> classic. No, no, that, this felt like a real classic letter Kenny episode to me compared and, to the. And yeah, to set to, to a great soundtrack, too. Great song mm-hmm. at the end there. Yeah. Yeah, no, fantastic. All right, great. Uh, let's move on to ratings. Victor, it's up to you first, bud. What do you Yeah, I mean, one? this one's pretty easy. Uh, you know, there's a couple of things that I did point out that I wasn't, you know, uh, crazy about. But mm-hmm. the, the stuff immediately after the cold open, right up until, you know, uh, five seconds from the end was just all gold. Like it was, it was just fantastic. Um, so I have to give it a fresh. Um, wow, I think yeah, you're going to shock yeah. people in the live stream because uh, yeah, the, I mean, you after, get the writing. <laughs> this is this is some of the best writing that I've seen in a long time. Yeah. Like I, I, like in in a Letterkenny uh, verse and or universe. Um, this, I guess sorry, in Letterkenny, uh, uh, we did well with Shorzy for sure. But in Letterkenny, this is some of the best writing that we've had in a long time. And it, and the, the thing that I really enjoyed about this is there wasn't, again, there was that weird scene with Rawl that, that you really enjoyed. But every scene was just build. It was mm-hmm. a build. It was a build. Everything was connected. There wasn't any commercials or interludes. It was just all Watch that really scene well again written. and pay attention just yeah, to Rawl, right. just to Evan Stern. He's really good in that scene. Right, he commits right. to that scene. Uh, but yeah, wow! I, I'm not gonna look a gift fresh in the mouth here. Uh, Dan, what do you, what do you give this one? 
Sorry, I'm jumping ahead in my mind and mm-hmm. trying to figure out from what Victor was saying what his uh, MVP. MVP will be. Oh, you're not going to get it. No. Oh, man. <sighs> Challenge accepted. Anyway, no, I need your rating now. <laughs> don't want to play that game. I remember, this is I a talk wanna... show. <laughs> um. Okay, so what is my score? My score is a fresh, of course. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Matt. <laughs> I thought I was expecting more. I know. Her up like this is a talk show, and she said this is a fresh, and then we went quiet. <laughs> this is going well. I get told I talk too much. I get told I don't talk enough. I'm it's, trying it's to an balance. To Alexander I'm trying to balance. Yeah, just, oh my god! I'm balancing um, it. So yeah, easiest fresh of the season. It's this a talk show, Matt. Keep going. This, no, I, and I'm going to. This one is, it gave me everything I love about Letterkenny. Um, to me, personally, this was a near-perfect episode. Um, I love the writing. I love the pacing. I like the open. I liked all the characters. There was a lot of them in this. This is the, I think, the biggest cast we've had in an episode probably this season so far, minus the extras from the Chips episode. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, they really utilized a lot of the cast um, and all of them in such perfect ways. I do at times find when scenes by themselves go on for long periods of time, it's hard to stay with it. But they cut this one so well um, that, like to Victor's point, nothing felt like filler. It was just ping, 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 ping. Mm-hmm. Everything kept moving and then culminated in the end. Um, there really wasn't a bad moment in this in this episode. So yeah, 100% fresh. All right. Well, I mean, I won't leave you guys uh, hanging in suspense. This this is definitely a fresh. Wondrous. Oh, my God. Oh, oh my God. God. Oh, my God. Oh, wait, 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 uh, and I think um, um, the, the actor, Avi, who, who I think contributed to this script, has a lot to do with it. I think uh, a lot of his lines, all the different names, pet names he called Stuart and Rold were, were great. This The through story, I think, was solid, uh, regardless of whether you, or not you agree with, with the ending. Uh, they, they stuck to that one main storyline and, and, and made it work all the way through. They hit on all the, char- all the characters, all, or most of the main characters. I love seeing Dickens. I love seeing Alexander and rolled again. I can't stress how much I enjoyed rolled in this one. This is a, a, if you were to, you know, um, rank Evan Stern performances throughout letter Kenny in, in these 11 seasons, this is a top three episode for, for Evan Stern. I, in my opinion. Uh, so yes, definitely a fresh now, Alistair, uh, you know, the unicorns in the books. So no pressure on you. You can uh, give it whatever rating. What, what do you give this episode? This is a fresh for me. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, hundred percent. I laughed quite a lot. I was uh I was engaged. You know, I think, you know, on the topic of road, I think he's one of the most consistently enjoyable characters mm-hmm. yeah. throughout the whole show. I, I feel like Road very rarely dips just while we're on mm-hmm. the subject of that. But no, no, um fresh for me, hundred percent. Excellent. All right. So we move on to MVPs. Victor, we're gonna skip you. Uh Tanya, just oh. give us your MVP. Who who's your MVP for Victor? <laughs> Um, okay, me, 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 me. Oh my gosh. How do you narrow this down? Honestly, there are so many great one lines. I'm I'm saying it before. I I need t-shirts made of all of this. Like <laughs> there's just so much. And from everyone, every it wasn't just 
one person that gave us goodness. It just came from all sides. Yeah, Sorry. my goodness. It came from all sides. It huh? really did. Um, um, She's trying to get get a clip on next week's uh, Twitter. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> um, oh, my God. The Al's near ringtone. Dude. <laughs> um, if she gets a clip on. Oh, man. Stop. Well, no. Stop, Victor. <laughs> Please stop. Oh, my God. I'm trying to pick my my favorite one line, and there's not. MVP. It should be like I a, know. Uh, overall. Let's go. Uh this is like episode one of season I know, one. I know. Do I have to skip you? Do we have to come back to you? <laughs> yeah. Matt. After that long, you made you, uh, really? Because, yeah, this yeah. is painful. This is painful. Yeah. I mean, it, it's funny. This episode, I went all around the map on who is my MVP because mm-hmm. every, every, you're right, Roald was amazing. They all had shining moments, mm-hmm. um, but you drew light to something. And this MVP goes to Dan Herrick, um, Avi. Um, okay. just not even just his role, but I imagine the writing behind the scenes because that to me is what gave everyone the opportunity to shine in this episode so mm-hmm. much more. So, um, I'm going to give it to him for his character and the, the writing role behind the scenes. All right. Okay. Tanya's got it. What? I'm not going to play by the rules. Why would you? Because Victor doesn't. So I'm <laughs> not, I'm going to give it, I'm going to give my MVP <laughs> to all the great one lines. Oh man, dude, that's what I'm gonna do. Harush, but but, but even but that feels a bit bit of a cop out. Oh, don't you dare come to me with anything! (laughs) All right, (laughs) and and hold on, I want to say it correctly because Awesome's correcting me in the last. So Dan Dan Harush, Harush, yes. (laughs) Tanya's mic dropped. It was her pen flip. All right, (laughs) let me bring this back to sanity. So. My runner's up here. Alexander, it was great to see him, and he made the most out of the, the two basic lines that he had. So I give him a runner-up. Dickens, I fucking love Dickens. And when he said uh, that whole speech he gave about how he would expect to be treated had he shared a woman's uh, a nude without without her permission. Yeah, so good. Yeah, great, line, great uh, speech there. But, I mean, this shouldn't be a surprise to anybody because I've been raving about his performance this entire episode. Rolled. MVP hands down in this episode rolled. Alistair, what about you? My my MVP was McMurray. I, I personally, oh. I really, I really loved the the, yeah. the roasting of Jim Dickens. I thought it was so good. Fucking, it was, it was. You know, you know, you uh, they call it chirping in the show. We call it patter. Mm-hmm. But I'm from P A T T E R. You know, like patter. Oh, patter. Okay, yeah. Th- that was good patter. Right. That's what, that's what we call it. Uh, no, uh, McMurray, hundred percent. All right. Nice. Victor, who yes, and or what is your MVP for this uh, episode? Wait a second. I, I guess I forgot how this game is played. Aren't you guys supposed to guess before I tell you? No. Well, usually you just tell us and we'll tell you what we're, our guesses were. So, Oh, is, is yeah. that is that? Yeah. I can't remember anymore. Is that, we rewind out like 45 seconds when he was chirping Tanya for not understanding <laughs> the rules. No, Victor. no, but I I thought you guys guess and then I, t- I reveal it, not the other way around. But uh, that's fine. No, whatever. Just give us it's your It's been MVP. all over the place. Yeah, it has been. Be you're right. You're right. Because so <laughs> right. just, just then it, it has to be the honor system that you guys are, you know. I, we uh, write it down. I know. In Jeopardy, you have to write it down, right? Mm-hmm. We write it down. Go. I all write right. it down. Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. So um, the runners up, obviously, Alexander, for sure. Uh, you know, he, he it's it's he's in there for mm-hmm. f- for for a quickie, but but it's impactful um, twice. 
and 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 the second runner up is I have to agree with Matt. It's definitely Avi Goldstein, mm-hmm. but but the MVP easily goes to uh, Avi's keeper, and for the you Gentiles, the Yamaka. And the reason why? What do you mean? Why? You never see it. You barely even see it. But that's the thing. That's the thing. Why is that, that is an MVP? Why? Because because the, what what what's so funny about the exchange between him and and the skids is the whole play on him being Jewish and that's his little moniker that he 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 uses to to remind us that he's Jewish uh, and and so so you know that's 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 the thing that's the highlight. I was trying so hard to figure out what person. I know. No. And, and that was and, your first mistake. And and and, and he is picking. Okay, uh, I just want to say, no. uh, refer, no. Adrian in the live stream. What's with everyone picking MV ten MVPs thing? So there's something that happened. Oh, there's something that happens in hockey. It's called the Molson three star selection. There's like they they announce three stars, and the number one star is like is the winner. So that's what I'm doing. I'm doing the, my three well, stars each time. But but remember, like like but the MVP like the, is the, the MVP. The, the MVP is, gets the first stick, yeah. but then everyone else. Gets a stick as well. That's why we bought yeah. a Costco pack. Yeah. So we just we just want to give props to, to people who were really good, but just not good enough to be the best. They're uh, they're called just 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 for the for the live stream. They're called honorable mentions. Right. Honorable. There's nothing wrong. With and that. and according to Victor, everyone else was really good, but not as good as Avi's fucking yamaka. So there we go. <laughs> um, Tanya, what did you have for? <laughs> I chose um I thought he was gonna say toilet paper. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Yeah. I mean that but, makes as much sense as Avi's. Does that make, uh, Avi's do I Yama, need to Yama, like no, that makes make sense. that make sense? No, no. See, I, I I put down Avi. I thought maybe he'd he'd give yeah, Avi. Clearly you don't understand me. Uh, <laughs> Matt, did you have any guesses? I, I can if you can look very closely, yeah. like, I wrote nothing because this game is fucking stupid. <laughs> <laughs> all right all right okay tanya oh alistair's leaving he'll be back in a moment so we won't get his guess anyway we're gonna move on real quickly just gonna talk to uh, uh get some listener there's one listener comment here from twitter i continued to channel victor this season i love the cold open this is about last week's uh, episode despite not being a hockey fan i had a hangover from the first two episodes, but after listening to your recap, I felt a lot better about episode three. He's on Team Victor, and that's our buddy PJ McCarthy. So thank you, PJ. I'm sure Victor thanks you as well. He, you're getting a hippo from Victor. All right. Um, <clears throat> and uh, in Letter Candy, or Universal News anyway, we have, uh, I mean, it was announced today. I mean, the world's worst kept secret. Uh, season two of Shorzy is a go. Crave TV oh, and, did they? Yeah, and Hulu announced that uh, they're going to yesterday, wasn't it? Was it yesterday? Yeah, I don't remember now. Time's weird. Yeah, maybe it was yesterday. Anyway, it was yesterday. In the last Time day or two, weird. in the last Relative. day or two, they've announced they've confirmed season two of Shorzy. In, in Scotland, it was yesterday. Yeah. And one job and our biggest piece of announcement in how long? And you, you fucked everyone up knew it was gonna happen. My, so my, when are, my when only are they, surprise, they, they announced it. So when is it? They're shooting it in the in the spring, but they haven't announced when. Oh, they haven't be. shot it yet. No, no, they have no, they right. haven't shot it yet. They're, they'll shoot it in March. Um, uh, my so, only surprise is they're only announcing one season. Like I would have figured they would, you know, at least announce a few seasons, given that we know that they've got the the deal for the Capriol Arena for I think was it three years or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm I'm surprised they haven't announced you know a th- at least three seasons or something. But anyway, yeah. we'll take our one season and run with it. 
Yeah, and Jared, if you, if you're looking for extras, especially of the podcast <laughs> persuasion, mm-hmm, yeah, um, you know we're not too far. Mm-hmm. We'll we'll do a drive up to. We know where it is, so <laughs> yeah, we've been. We'll there. meet you there. We'll meet you there. Let us know. Throwing it out there. <laughs> That'll do, pig. That'll do. Uh, Alistair, did you have a guess for Victor's MVP, or or did you not even try? <laughs> um, you know what it's like with Victor. Yeah. The end and, you know what I mean? I, I've been listening to this show you know, for a long time now. Jim Dickens' bathrobe. You know, who knows? <laughs> that would have been a good guess. <laughs> uh, all right. So we're going to, I guess we move on to final comments. We've, we've hit news and listener comments. So I will start with Victor, your final comments. Well, oh man, you're a champ, uh, Alistair. Uh, I can't believe you're on with us still. I thought for sure you'd be, you know, passed out halfway through the podcast, but you you stayed strong. It must be those Tron headphones that you're wearing. Uh, so, so good, good, good job on those. I, it's, I'm so amused by those because they're changing colors as we're watching. But you don't get to appreciate that. Only we appreciate that, mm-hmm. uh, or appreciates that. Mm-hmm. So, so that's that's kind of fun and interesting. But anyway, uh, yeah, I, I mean. I can't believe you're with us. It's so late or early, uh, depending how you're looking at it. Uh, and, and you're, you know, you're with us. You're, you're engaged, even more engaged than Tanya was during this, during the final uh, moments of this, uh, of, of our chat. So uh, thanks so much. Uh, you were incredible on this one. And thank you, Tanya. Um, and uh, yeah, I did it on uh, her just, behalf. I, 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 I'm, I'm hoping we can have you back. Cause if we, if we have you back during kind of your waking hours, mm-hmm. um, I can't imagine you'll probably be like twice as good. So, um, yeah. Uh, so thanks. Thanks for, uh, uh you know, sticking around. Uh, Ted? Wednesday, Victor, you have more energy on a Wednesday. I must say, I must say, <laughs> uh, Alistair, thank you so much for coming out. Uh, it was pleasure having you. Um, so appreciate you joining us from, from Scotland. That is so impressive. And, uh, so, uh, so, so, so cool. Um, yeah, it was a, it was a great night tonight. Thank you, uh, for everyone coming out. Um, I thought I was a little bit more awake than last week, but I am very still sleepy, (laughs) very still (laughs) sleepy. I am sleepy. Um, that's what I got. All right. Uh, Matt. Uh, yeah, Alistair, but, uh, let us know how the sunrise is. I know it's just around the corner. Uh, appreciate the hell out of you, bud. And sorry, we couldn't do you a little bit earlier, but, uh, you stuck it out. Uh, so much love for you, man. This, uh, this is a fun one. I'm loving this season. I love it. This one's weird. So I, and, and Alistair, you called out too. season episodes one and two were, were what they were. There's a yeah. real ramp up happening here is what I'm feeling. So, and, and the, the note that you made about you didn't really love the first three episodes. And now there's this, I don't think that's the unpopular opinion. I, I have seen that a couple times. People make mention that wait to the back half of this season. Um, so I have not watched them yet. I'm really looking forward to it. To me, this was a near perfect one. Um, and I'm glad we got to celebrate it and, and have some fun with it. And uh, yeah, love y'all. Yeah. Uh, Alistair, yes, thank you for joining us and for staying up, and uh, we we appreciate having you on. I mean, we we've had you in the the Discord and DM group for a while, and you've joined us for ag halls and and for after parties before, which is amazing that you've joined us for after parties. Considering <laughs> uh, usually Trollinger joins us for the after party, but that's because he's getting up. He's in the UK and he's yeah. waking up, uh, starting his day. Oh you're gosh. you're you're getting to bed. Um, Great work tonight. Uh, when when you have your chance to to give your final comments, if you want to, you know, uh, 
pump your uh, Twitch channel, feel free to do the same. Uh, but uh, we appreciate uh, having you on, bud, and, and everything you've done and your support as a patron too. Thank you so much for, for being on. Up to you. Okay, so firstly, thanks all of you for the thanks for me. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, it's, you know, it's actually pretty surreal to be a part of this. You know, I know, like, you know, like you said, I've been in the ag halls and stuff mm. like that, but to actually be one-to-one to you when I've mm-hmm. sat, you know, in my van, driving to work and back listening to so many episodes and stuff like that it's pretty it's you know it's pretty cool for me and pretty surreal you know um you guys are a big part of letter kenny you know for me so it's um it's really fantastic to hear your your kind words it's heartwarming mm-hmm. you know and um sorry i'm fucking so lost i'm so tired um, it's all right yeah your twitch channel what do, what do you do on twitch oh twitch um yeah i i haven't been particularly active as of late but i, I stream games you know I, I i play i play some games competitively and casually and stuff like that so i stream on there but anyway, oh did you follow me yes today? i did today yeah. or yesterday yeah yeah do you know I, I noticed that when i went to open the zoom email oh, thing yeah. so thank you for that appreciate yeah that. no problem uh, what's your twitch handle it's uh it's uh ban to the kai um b-a-n-t-o-t-h-e-k-a-i mm-hmm. um I'm also that on Twitter as well, if you want to follow me on there. Is it E for everyone? <laughs> it is. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, absolutely for everyone. But um, yeah, no, thank you guys so much. Really, really right. happy to be on here. The, you know, regardless of the, the, the time thing, I don't I don't care about that. That's Perfect. All, good. all right, man. Well, you're still a young guy. Like, we're old fogies here. That's why we, we can't believe you're doing it. Anyway, I'm going to play us off here with a song from tonight's episode. It's called Hurts by Emil and the Sniffers. and that's all we have for this episode next week we recap and review episode 5 of season 11 influenzas with our buddy nick our new buddy nick we haven't met this guy yet so this is going to be interesting don't forget to give our sponsor diabolical coffee some love they are diabolicalcoffee.com right now you can use the promo code protostan for 20 percent off any purchase of the site if you'd like to support the podcast rate us on itunes spotify or become a patron you can also follow us on twitter facebook instagram tiktok at protostan pod thank you for joining us now we're going to go change our passwords to make sure our news don't get leaked on behalf of alistair tanya matt victory and myself thank you for listening and have a great week 